to the No Bad Deeds podcast. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Hope hope this is uh, you're listening to this as you're wrapping up your last little bit of work and uh, getting ready to celebrate with the people you want to celebrate. Uh, uh, it's a refreshed, uh, exhausted Eamon back here hosting the pod with my co-host. Ray, Sad, Donovan. Basically Eeyore right now. Owner of F those picks. I'll, I'll just I'll start here. I'll start here. Uh, I, I've told well, you this in text. I don't. Maybe somebody correct can correct me. I don't remember anybody having a six to eight week run like you did, where it was just such crazy numbers. Because I think you were pretty low in the points four, and I don't know if if you finished first, but like you were just throwing up crazy week after crazy week, and you know. You know, don't get too down on yourself. Like, you had a great run. That was fun. You probably felt like every week you're like, I'm going to win this week. And that's that's not what a lot of people can say, even when they have a good team. So uh, try to remember the good parts. On the contrary, man, I literally thought I was going to lose a ton of weeks. Um, it just so happened that, you know, because the matchups and then the one week, where I was like, oh, I should be good, is the week I scored the lowest points of the season <laughs> against Mike the first week. Like, like, I can remember watching the – I mean, because we – I talk about this all the time on the pod. I've said this numerous times, even when I was just guesting with you and Brad. The Raiders, that's who they are. It doesn't matter if they have Gruden or they have whoever or they have – that's who they are. They get up and then they go stagnant. The, the, the Devonte Adams was making circus catches against Jalen Ramsey, and they just stopped throwing the ball. And I said, "Okay, that's the that's where I'm, that's what's going to lose me." And then we have a depleted Chargers team. And again, I'm proud of my Dolphins. I really am this season. I I, I still stand by our bet. I think they're going to be over nine wins, um, or eight wins, whatever our bet was. Um, but they placed a depleted Chargers defense. Jeff Wilson goes out, he gets hurt, and he had the longest run of the game. You can run on that defense, um, and they don't have any corners, and for some reason they're you know, playing Tyreek Hill and Waddle tough. It's just tons of stuff went wrong, and at the worst time, I'm like, if this happened against Henry, I'm like, okay, but then you had, it was on a week where Mike didn't even necessarily play well. I mean, I was trying to look at something and be like, oh, well, maybe that DJ Shark play killed me, but it really didn't because I still ended up losing by 30-plus. It wasn't even just DJ Shark. That was a great play, by the way, Mike, if you're listening, if you listen. That was a great play, but that wasn't even a difference of the game. The game, the difference of the game was my two best receivers uh, running into uh, the, the Patriots back-to-back weeks. Um, you know, um, and Christian Kirk – all of a sudden, like Zay Jones and everything. I bet you wish, Eamon, Eamon, how, how about this? Let me ask you this. Eamon, how does it feel watching Evan Ingram do this on the Jaguars and not on the Giants? Because I'm watching him and Zay Jones get all of Christian Kirk's looks, and I'm just like, what's going on? I mean, Evan Ingram. Um, He's know. good. Well. <laughs> He's here, good. So here's like. Here's 
here's going to probably be one of the bigger discussion points for this podcast in the off season as um, I know that we've finalized what we're going to do, but there might be a new uh, co-host at some point uh, full time on in the podcast. Um, yeah. But I, I think we'll nerd out on this, but the question will be, is Trevor Lawrence good? Cause like mm. he's playing really good. And a lot of guys who are, you know, Evan Ingram, you know, is a B minus C plus type tight end where he's wildly inconsistent and drops a lot of balls, but he's starting to get into a groove. Christian Kirk is becoming pretty good. Zay Jones is pretty good. Like, so now it's like, wait, if everybody's just out of nowhere, kind of throwing up some numbers, is Trevor Lawrence a guy? Is he, you know, trying to think of the guys like Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are the guys who are studs in fantasy right now that don't run a lot. And mm-hmm. can Trevor well, Lawrence Bur- Burrow be that moves. guy? Burrow moves. Burrow moves. Yeah, but like, so like, there's a number that um, in the preseason they were talking about, like, there's never been a QB who rushes for 600 yards and isn't like a top eight uh, QB. But like, Burrow and, and Mahomes aren't going to get there. But but they're going to be top eight QBs. So the question is, has Trevor Lawrence got into that level where it's like, yeah, that that guy's going to be a dude. He's you know, somebody's gonna probably have to take him in the first round, um, if they want him. And like mm. that that's a question. And like, does that mean whoever their second and third wide receiver is, in this case, like the tight end, the third wide receiver, is that gonna be a valuable asset next year? Um so, you know, I think that you know, so when you ask me about Evan Ingram, I just like well, Evan Ingram never had a great QB, but he might just be like a guy who's as good as his QB needs him to be. And uh, right, right now, it's, it's pretty good. You know, I don't know. I don't know if Todd Peterson is uh, <laughs> is the real deal or not, but, um, you know, maybe maybe he'll start getting his name correctly if he doesn't try to tank intentionally in the playoffs or some weird thing where it's like, I don't know. Man, it was some really good football that didn't include. And well, the, the the Dolphins game was great. And did you get the, did you get a chance to watch any uh, Minnesota uh, the, the comeback from Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan should be on the no bad dudes list just because of, of all those comebacks. I, I saw some stat where it's just like all the biggest comebacks, or he's been a part of some of the biggest comebacks in like NFL history, and like on the losing ends. Like that, that is that. What do you, what do you think that is, uh, Eamon? Is that more coaching or is that Matt Ryan? So, you know, there is, like, a lot of complexity with that specific question because I think he's one of these guys who I don't think he's ever had the same offensive coordinator for three years in a row. And, like, mm-hmm. and that's not – and there wasn't a lot of, like, back-to-back years either. Like, he's he's in his 16th season, and if I, I really think it's really reasonable that he's had 10 offensive coordinators. And, you know, I don't think that's good for the psyche of a QB. Like – the one thing that's interesting about the Manning cast when you watch these things, number one, it's very clear that Peyton Manning still thinks about football pre-Mahomes. Like, pre- Mahomes is kind of like this, like, moment in time in the NFL where the game changed. Yes. And yes. Peyton Manning thinks differently. Like, he always wants to run, like, a draw play on third and 12 and more. Like, he never He's wants to go for He's always calling that stuff. out. <laughs> and it's just like... Um, so like, I, you know, I, I think like 
the fact that Matt Ryan can't talk to the guys and say like, this is what I feel. This is how, like, this is what I'm concerned about. You know, I mean, the question, and we'll see it again this year, this, this will be a question this year. And I think it'll be excused away because it's pretty, but if, if Kyle Shanahan calls plays and puts his quarterback in a situation to fail again, like, I think that'll be a question. It's like, listen, what are you doing in the playoffs? Cause like Kyle Shanahan has the same questions, like not as often, but right. um, he coached, I mean, he was calling the plays for that Falcons team against the Patriots. Um, he had a double digit lead against the Kansas city chiefs and they, they just stopped doing what they were doing. So like, I just, you know, I think, I think he just doesn't feel comfortable a lot of times. I think there's just like a stubbornness right now. I think that Colts organization is very toxic in a way. I don't know. Yeah, you've mentioned the best, that. The best thing they can do is kind of like cut ties with everything, even like if they can get like a second or third round pick for Jonathan Taylor, I would even do that. Like, I like Jonathan Taylor. I don't think there's anything wrong with him, but I think there's like, I also like, there's like people who are still like, oh, Jim Irsay is definitely going to keep Jeff Saturday. I'm like, I don't think so. They even kind of like leaked out. Like it wasn't necessarily leak, but like even Rappaport's like we're in that time of year when uh um John Harbaugh gets uh investigated for possibly coming to the NFL, uh look for the Colts to get involved. And it's like if you're bringing in John Harbaugh, it's probably gonna be a John Gruden like contract where it's like ten years, mm-hmm. hundred and fifty million, hundred and eighty million. I don't know what, what they would pay him, but like if he's leaving Michigan, you're gonna have to give him security and a shit ton of money, uh, and give him the whole organization, like, right? Like, he'll put somebody in as just DM. So like, um, I just I I think that Colts team right now is just like, you know, people are just, I don't know, it it, it just seems bad. Like it just seems everything around there is bad. Like if I was Michael so Pittman, that- I would be trying to get traded. So do you feel so? So pretty much, you're saying that it could be both. I mean, because because I'm like, I'm starting to con- continue. I like I continually look at. Te- I, I, I said this before. I continually look at these teams that once they get a lead, they get conservative, right? You got to continue to keep scoring, right? Like you cannot, you cannot say, "Oh, okay, we're gonna just run the clock out." There's a ton of teams that do this. Not Pat Mahomes, not Burrow, not any of like the top people, right? Like. The, the top teams in the league, they 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 keep getting at you, right? Uh, the, the 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 Eagles, right? They keep going, right? Um, the the Bills, as annoying as I think Josh Allen is, um, and the Bills fans pelting people with ice. Come on, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything you know else up in Buffalo, but that that's that's not the point. All these other teams just take their foot off the gas. I feel like that's what happened with the Colts. I feel like that's what always happens with the Raiders. Um, the Buccaneers just that was insane what happened uh, with that game they just turned into another team that doesn't happen to Brady that usually happens to the team playing Brady right like I think coaching has a big part to do with these teams playing like this it's 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 just weird man I mean I don't I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist but you see all the time on Twitter people saying how it's rigged and how you know like Vegas is out, and you know that that's just Vegas. That's just this. That's just that, right? Like, it, it, but a lot of times it's just football too, ain't it? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think 
I think specifically with the Colts, like they're just like that play calling. Like I didn't like so I was uh we were that was our next last day um on vacation. So like at that point in time my wife was driving, so I had the YouTube TV up on the Colts game and like I didn't have any sound on. Um but like I saw I saw like oh Jonathan Taylor gets hurt or whatever. And like it's it, it was just like a lot of weird play calling and like these like end arounds and like just like it just it seems so hard and it seems like they're trying to overthink everything and like i just i think you know i do have a question i want to nerd out with when we bring on our co-host where it's like and you know we could just have this uh, set this up it's like there are no good just pure ppr receiving backs like there are running backs who also bring PPR value, but like there's like Jarek McKinnon, there's no Jarek McKinnons this year or whatever. And like, so I think the NFL is kind of evolving more. Mm-hmm. So like, it, I just think there's a lot of like bad football or things that look like bad football. And it's like the defense is caught up. Like it's no longer whatever is going on. Cause like, you know, Josh Allen, I know you're going to take your dig on him, but like, He's scoring 21 points. Uh, it's like there's a lot of people struggling to score points in the NFL this year in a way that hasn't been the he case. Sucks. And I don't know if it's because there's a a full offseason where the defenses are actually working together and, co- like, they're just better than they were, like, on Zoom meetings. Like, you know, this, you know, when they missed the – when they had the lockout in 2010 or temp lockout or whatever it was called, um, the defenses were terrible that year. And like I just I just wonder if that's the if that's contributing. It's like the defenses are all really good right now, and especially now because like the NFL has changed. It's not like there's a twenty. I mean, there are some guys who are getting high sack numbers, but that's not what is defining great defenses anymore. Um, right. So you can't like put you can't point to a single individual and like look at how great this defense is. Here's a stat. It's just like the entire defense is and like. They're, they're good in different ways. And, you know, I was thinking about it. My Vikings pick to lose in the Super Bowl doesn't look that bad. Vikings, uh, Chiefs, I have a chance, especially with Jalen Hurts' uh, shoulder. I'm looking good with it. Which is crazy because I didn't see anything that happened in that game. I mean, other than Justin Fields. <laughs> Yo, man, listen, I I love this league. I, I love this league. You love this league. But this league also does something to me where – if uh, players kill me, I automatically like don't like them. So um, <laughs> I get to look at uh, you know I had to watch Justin Fields like who can't throw like he can't throw, um, and I had to watch him you know run all over the field. Um, I had to I have to I have to watch Josh Allen. I mean I didn't play against him, but um, him and Derrick Henry I don't like because of the nightmares I've had about them playing against Henry. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of Josh Allen at all. And uh, I, I think, like, the way that – I think the, the Bills might need – if they don't win this year, I think they might need a new coach. Um, just because I feel like it's Josh Allen running the team. Um, and Buddy's going to get himself hurt. Um, he's also a poor sport. Good dude, but poor sport on the bottom of those piles. He's always – punching somebody um i don't like it i don't like josh allen anyway that was my rant he sucks um 
yeah so let's let's have a little structure uh i haven't thought of anything <laughs> and if we so if, if you have something prepared for what's on your mind go for it um do you have something else on your mind or should we just move on to like other things um on a bright note i got out here super early i mean kind of helped because i mean i don't know i'm actually like i was having i was dreaming about fantasy like playing mike and playing henry and this playoff thing and it's just like it wrapped me up um so i got out to canada you know earlier than normal um and damon i know you don't you, you don't you don't have kids yet and a lot a few of the guys in the league don't have kids yet um if any if anyone but if you don't want to have them it's cool if you do cool too but guys who do have kids in the league um that are over the age of three three and older um i'm noticing this year amen that christmas like so uh, you know christmas has become you know all about gifts and money and blah blah blah, blah right like you know they come in for thanksgiving too or they came for thanksgiving already because now black friday starts thanksgiving eve whatever anyway now christmas i haven't really had the spirit for the last like well, well poppy or whatever but poppy was a baby baby so like it was like ah. Eh. Um, she's not really picking stuff out. It's just me and Mel. I'm like, okay, you know, Christmas spirit, whatever, cool. But this year, I'm especially into it because now Poppy's like a full person, like talking like to you, like asked you, hey, do you want something or can I have this, please? Like she's like, she 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 knows exactly what she wants. And this year, I think my Christmas spirit is at an all time high because she's communicating so well and it's just really awesome and it 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 when i when i look at the sleeper app i get sad but <laughs> having the christmas spirit and have poppy around is actually bringing me up so um frank i know you i frank uh if you're listening um wondering if you're feeling that way too of have felt that way um uh mike uh congratulations again man i'm talking all this stuff and i'm a little sad but congratulations to you um moving on um i'm pretty sure you're feeling like that too willie soon uh that'll be you as well laurent um i mean liam is big so liam's been asking you for a while so um yeah man that's on my mind uh, christmas is great this year and it is awesome this year because even though last few i haven't really had spirit this year since poppy's a full person that's asking for stuff um three going on 30 um yeah it, it's been awesome that's what's on my mind well, sorry to be so I'm, long-winded yeah i'm gonna go the other way now um to the, to the <laughs> now let me make this very clear i've been to toronto it's a it's a nice enough place i enjoy it people are nice there uh, mm. i've been to montreal twice uh mm. pretty sweet awesome fun place there i, I enjoy myself there love both of those places now, Vancouver, holy cow, what a disappointment Amazing. that was. A part of our trip. <gasps> what? Okay, 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 go ahead. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. So we get there, and, like, it, it's one of those things where I forget what player, like, there were athletes who said, like, oh, yeah, I wish I, you know, if, if, if like, all things were the same, I would, I, would li- I would play in Vancouver. And you're like, and it was, like, somebody who just clearly just had visited a couple times and really enjoyed it. So I was like, I was expecting to get there and be like, this is going to be an awesome city. This is going to be, like, great. Like, me and my wife, like, like going to cities and, like, seeing different places. Like, we went to Chicago and loved it. Uh, 
Boston. Like we go, we travel. We went to Montreal. Like we travel and do cities and like this. Like the whole thing we got there, like, is it me? Is there something wrong? People were like cutting us off when we walked around. Like people were like rude. It was like, this doesn't even feel like the Canadian stereotype that we try to slap on things. And then the, the next morning we had a uh, um brunch with uh some of her with one of her friends from high school who moved up there who's like a an artist for um they used to do all the Pixar stuff, but now they're like doing different in independent. The 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 her husband is did the the opening sequence for the animated version of the sequel to A Night in the Museum. Um but they're like, yeah, we don't, we're not, this is, we wouldn't choose to live here. This is just like, this is where the company moved us and, and gave us jobs. Uh, so like Vancouver, I don't get it. Like, here's the only thing I would say that felt like cool. It's like, oh, when you're driving around the city, you can see giant, beautiful mountains on the outside. But like the city itself was like, everything's far away from each other. It's not very walkable. It's not aesthetically pleasing like there's no architecture to the the style of buildings that's beautiful or interesting like uh, you know it ain't it ain't for us take that vancouver take it um as a person who i i just i don't i, I won't let mel hear this part because you might get a death threat um vancouver and I've been around, this is not a look at me, Louis, been to a ton of cities. I'm sure you have too, Eamon. I'm sure you travel the world. Vancouver, as a married man, as a single man, one of the top five cities in the world. Like, hands down. We're like, I don't know, maybe different experience, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But what people were nice. People they were cutting are beautiful. Us off on the roads, and then also like just cutting in front. Everyone's of us a bad. Everyone's a bad driver. Now there's parts of this country where you drive around. There's nobody going to cut you off. Amen. I'm just so I'm I'm astounded right now. Vancouver's gorgeous and it's nice and it, it, it's relatively not expensive. I mean, well, okay, Vancouver is expensive. I can't front. As a person from, the, we're from New York, Vancouver, you know, they're talking about where to live and stuff like that, whatever. Cool. Yes, expensive, cool. But it's not like San Francisco. Like, that's stupid for no reason, right? San Francisco sucks. We're going to, I'm going to say that again. Um, Vancouver, you didn't like it? You didn't go to West Van? Would you go to Granville Island? Would you go to, like, you go to Yale Town? Would you go to Gastown? Uh, I mean, we kind of turned around and nothing like felt like, we got out a couple times and walked around and like, this, this isn't, this isn't great. Uh, wow. Um, it wasn't It wasn't our vibe. And then we drove up all the way. We drove up north past it to go up and just get some more scenic views along, I guess, the ocean or whatever. Um, so, like, that part was cool. But it was just, like, the whole Vancouver thing. Uh, I, I think it's just it's overrated. Um, we don't have to spend wow. too much time on it. It's just be better. Wow. Uh, do better. Uh, Stunned. My co-host. I mean, like Seattle. I mean, like I think there's like some 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 of its like architecture. Like there's just nothing architecturally in that city that's like, oh, this is really cool looking. Um, Damn, shots at Seattle too. Make sure Matt is not hearing this. 
No, Seattle. No, Seattle's nice. Oh, I, uh, I'm saying Seattle has nice architecture. Vancouver doesn't have nice architecture. I didn't see it. Oh, it felt God. it felt very like I, I you know I went to we I went to Ireland and England a decent amount in my life, mm-hmm. and I feel mm-hmm. like it looked like those kind of like small town like buildings of like all these like businesses and and like you're like oh okay i get it it's fine it's it's functional and whatever but like i don't know i want like i want aesthetics i want like neighborhoods to look like something to go like oh yeah this is this neighborhood and like just wherever we're in vancouver it just felt like as a canadian citizen born and raised amen uh vancouver is the best city in canada it's way better than because Toronto. One thing about Toronto, Toronto, they Toronto people think they're they're better than New Yorkers. They think Toronto is better than New York, and Montreal is fantastic. It is a great city, but is not what uh, Vancouver is. Okay. Uh, well, let's. As a let's uh, but we, we that, that that's that's wild. Huh. Yeah. Let's let's try to set up. Let's finally try to do a full in person live draft and get everybody to go up there and we can have a vote and oh my god that would be great and and the, the here's we put the pressure on you ray if you're unable to get seven people to say that it was that vancouver is a fantastic city you have to pay everybody's bill do you believe in that Got it i do believe in that okay i will i'll pay the i'll do the i'll pay the dinner i will pay the dinner Everyone's no, no, no. The, the entire yeah. trips, like everybody's trip, the like entire, if you really believe trip. in it, because like that's uh, yeah, it's probably gonna be a, about a thousand dollar person. If you really believe that Vancouver well, is the city that you proclaim it is, then that shouldn't be any fear. Amen. There are eight dudes in the league who said San Francisco was their favorite city. I've done nothing but trash that terrible city uh, since I've been on the pod. I think out of spite, they would say, no, this place sucks, and then try to get everybody to go to San Francisco with the extra money they have. So I don't think that's a good idea. I don't don't know if I believe you, because, like, I didn't say that San Francisco is good. No, not eight dudes. Mike, Frank, and Jay, I don't think, have been west of Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) I say it, it felt like eight dudes, because, like, a good, like, half of the league, said they loved San Fran. And I, I can go yeah, back think, in my notes. I think Brian went I think Brian's been to Portland and Hawaii, but like I don't think he's been to California. Um Jay Murata, I'm pretty sure he was one of the guys who said San Fran. I'd have to look back oh, really? in my notes, cool. but I don't know that much. I just I put an unfair stereotype on Long Islanders. <laughs> I guess. But I, I know Mike I definitely don't think Mike has been to San Francisco. Mike wasn't one of the guys. Okay. Neither was I know Mike. there's like a West Coast contingent, so there is um, a West Coast contingent in the chat. Bradley is not West Coast, but he like he liked that place too. All right. So I will <coughs> sorry. I That's don't think fine. I'm sick. I'm just I think uh exhaustion. Um you coughed into the mic. That's five that's five that's five dollars. I turned away. Uh, you didn't hit the cough button. It's five dollars. There's no cough button on these. We've 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 literally we've we've come to this agreement about stuff that's a fine, and that's a big fine. 
we've come to because I listened to the Levitard show like five years ago. That's us that's coming a, to agreement. Don't don't cough into the mic. It's a five dollar fine. You're gonna have to put that up. You're gonna have to collect. Okay. Um. So before we go into reviewing last week for the playoff teams and previewing the championship and the third place game, unless um, it's a COVID cough, because if that then that's okay. But if it's just I a don't cough, think it's then... cough no. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Five dollars. Um. So as I was saying, we'll we'll do the reviews and previews of the playoff games, uh, including third place game. But I will say, oh, I didn't do the math, but. I'm 90% sure. I know me and Willie definitely outscored all the playoff teams the last uh, three weeks. Uh, but I, I think also badly. Ryan might have also scored, outscored the playoff teams the last three weeks, even though he had a one stinker. Um, but it is, it is, we, it is like really frustrating to be the highest point scorer in week one or week one of the playoffs. And then to be the highest point scorer over a two week span during the uh, well, I guess Ryan was, but to be to be outscoring playoff teams the way my team is with like it it, it feels like a Stallone situation where it's like you know they take out Kyler after like three plays because he blows up the ACL. Jonathan Taylor gets hurt on his first touch. Colt McCoy goes down, and I'm still putting up points, and like Willie won't go away. Like, go away, Willie. Go away. Like, throwing up big numbers. I should be like, I should be like, man, I've had dominant performances. I could be great. It's like, no, he's still like 10 points behind me. And I have to, I have to start Trace McSorley at QB and then go. Bro, you're starting Trace McSorley? Well, it looks like Jalen Hurts is hurt. Kyler Murray's hurt. Colt McCoy is out. Like, you know. I I don't think I want to start Nick Foles. I might put a claim in. I might not. I'm not posting this until um, after any, because I'm going to go to sleep after this, but um, <laughs> so nobody will be able to know that if I do the Nick Foles thing, um, but like, it's not like there might, my, my team is falling apart and live while I'm still putting up numbers. Do it's it in the regular season and then do it in the playoffs and then do it in the championship. Yeah. That's my, that's my advice to you. You know, speaking of Darren, Derek Carr finally throws to Darren Waller. For a touchdown, how about that? He's, I mean, he's gonna probably be. I don't know. Like, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with my three tight ends now. I finally have three of the four good tight ends. In the end, week. in the end, Amen, I think you're gonna win that trade because if you get, if you keep Waller, if you keep, like, listen, hear me out. If you keep Waller, if you keep Waller, and I know that might have put you over the top having Jacobs this year. Um, yeah, it would have eliminated you from the playoffs. It would have eliminated who? You from the playoffs. If you didn't get Josh but, Jacobs, you would have made the playoffs. So and I would have the next one it's, in. It's just like how the Rams might have won the battle, but they didn't win the war with Jared Goff and Matt Stafford. Like, you might win the war. I just won this battle. Well, I actually didn't win shit, but I just I got Rams eliminated. won the Super Bowl. But, they won the war. Not really. It's like a battle. They won the Super Bowl. That's all this ever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't ask know. people. I don't know because because the, the the Rams the Rams don't look good right now, and they're not going to look good for another few years. No, yeah, I mean they 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 bought and you all get in. A, 
let's just say you let's just say your let's just say your keepers switch not to go off topic but let's just say you keep Waller you keep some you're not keeping Kyler there's no way you're doing that again um and you keep Hertz and you uh keep I don't know one other dude you got a good base and it, with Waller and if Waller's good that he he's one of the top tight ends in the league so um I think you're set up I mean I don't know what the hell to do with tight end for like the next two years. So, I mean, I, I think um, maybe Taysom Hill. You would just get it. Well, I mean, whatever. If, dude, if the Saints do this again one more year, like that should be criminal. Like, whatever. What, with Taysom Hill? All of it. All of what the Saints he, are doing right now is he wrong. He threw a touchdown last week. Did you see that? It's a dime. They scored 25 points in the last three months. Why don't you like Taysom Hill? You got it. Like, is it is it a me thing? Is it like how I don't like Josh Allen and Derrick Henry? Like, do you just like not like Taysom Hill? No, the Saints are, look really bad offensively. Like, they're not. This isn't like okay, we're inside the five. We're gonna, just gonna call QB power. This is like they're just running plays and they're screwing up the flow of the offense. They threw the Chris Olave three times last week. He was oh, this out- is a Chris Olave thing. Gotcha. If you trade all your first round picks or if you trade two first round picks to get Chris Olave and he's you good and you don't play him, what are you doing? It, it like yeah, I get right. it. It's like, hey, we're only one game out of first, but you're also five and nine. Like just because the Buccaneers are just fucking like just Fred Flintstone their their car where it's like, oh, it doesn't really move or whatever. And it's just dragging along the ground. And you're like, it's just, it's just like the Saints situation is like the weirdest and most terrible thing. And like if I was if I was playing on that defense, I'd be extremely frustrated that like, what are we doing? Like, why can't we do anything ever? Like these, like, I don't know, like it it again, like if 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 you trade a lot to get a first round wide receiver and the guy plays well, why is he on the field less than half the snaps? But, but Amen, Taysom Hill. I mean, come on, just look at that guy. He's so built. I just want him to get sixteen games in, seventeen. Ah, he's. I mean, yeah. I mean, you won't get into the red zone if it wasn't without all the other normal passing stuff. Like the Saints are just bad. Like I just, it it bums me out because it's it's really at the point where like. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna Chris keep Chris alive next year. Like, unless what? he's been like he he's a good player, but he's you know last game six point eight, 8.5, 8.7, That's since week eight. Like, they're not giving the ball to their best players. Like Kamara's not getting it a lot, and like it's fine if Kamara's like starting to get over the hill. Then you have to get Olave involved. Like, we, who needs Taysom Hill? Like, you're not winning anything with Taysom Hill and Jawan Johnson. If that's what your game plan is on Tuesday, like this is how we're gonna win this week, then you're wrong. You're just wrong, and you're bad at football. Amen. Taysom Hill could see increased usage in snowy game. <laughs> oh, I love it. Don't you love a good update like that, Amen? Doesn't that get you excited from fantasy pros? It's. It's um Ooh. snow game Cleveland. It's, it's mm. yeah, it's it's something. Um, 
yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, it just, so I'll just move on because my brain's fuzzy. Um, no, I wouldn't keep Darren Waller for a lot of reasons. I think if I, if I don't go Alave and I don't go Traylon Burks, which like if Traylon Burks has a good couple games and the Titans stay with Tannehill, that might be the guy who I want to keep. But mm. I think you want to trade him back to you. Sure. We could probably do something like that in the off season. Yes. Um, but if I decide to go like tight end, I think I would probably want to do Dallas Goddard. Uh mm. Because he'll be an eighth-round keeper, so two rounds cheaper, um, was having a better season anyway than him. Um, and then I'm, it's a stack with with Jalen Hurts. So, mm. you, know. you know what that means, the name it. No, I don't. It means I'd win the battle and the war. You, you won. <laughs> Listen. Matchups. The- Matchups. Let's roll right into matchups. Seamless transition. Well, let me just um, let me finish. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish <laughs> running down. So right now, right now, I am in first with four hundred and eleven points. I'm not going to do the point zeros or whatever. Uh, Willie's eleven points behind me with four hundred points. Ryan is sixteen points behind Willie uh, at three eighty four, and then Brian is. Uh, 23 points behind um, Ryan uh, with 361. And those are the teams that really, I mean, Brian probably doesn't have a chance at the top pick um, just because like all of us would have to fall off. But uh, I think Ryan's the one I'm concerned about catching up to me um, as well, as well as Willie. But like, I just, I don't think Brian's going to catch up to me in the next two weeks. Um, now the bottom half of the bracket gets a little interesting. Matt, Matt, Matt's probably the highest he'll be. I don't know if he'll be able to catch Brian to get to fourth, but he, he's in this like battle with the uh, Laurent and the non-playoff team. So Matt's at 313, Laurent's at 295, Henry showing showing up in the playoffs with a 245, and then Jay at 187, who it looks like because Jay had a bad first week, he'll um he'll have a chance of coming in last in the playoffs because he doesn't have that one week but that would have happened no matter what based on the old way but it does like add this little tension like because like i think henry will probably pass Ront even with one mm-hmm. less week and we probably will pass matt um so like you know henry can get to fourth or fifth even though he was uh he had the playoff round so just something interesting. Uh, we have two weeks. It's a, we're, we're at the war of contrition level of the league where it's like you just got to fill the bot, you got to fill slots with warm bodies. Um, and just, uh, just let I think I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I do know Mike at one point the same week he was looking at DJ Shark. He asked me, Is Derek McKinnon on the no bad dude list? And I'm like, No. So I don't know if he, if he's, if he regrets not going for McKinnon or he couldn't go for McKinnon because somebody else put a crazy bid in. But, um, you know, the GG Shark worked this week, but if he had Jerry McKinnon, it would work every week right now. Yeah. So. I also hate uh, James Conner now, speaking of Mike. Yeah, James Conner's good. We should have talked to yeah. him on the podcast. Yeah. Somebody should have traded for him. Uh, 
So they don't Man. lose to him in the championship. All right, I, let's uh, review. I, let's. I did. I did. I did. Uh, I, I tried to. Did I try to? I try. I tried to offer. I, I think I offered Mike Josh Jacobs at one point during the season. Uh, trying to get like Connor and Lenny off of his squad. Um. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. So uh, let's do. Um... Let's do Brad and Frank's matchup from the semifinals round here. Uh, you know, up until through Saturday night, it looked like Frank had a really great shot at winning it. Um, but then, you know, because even with the Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook wasn't playing great. And then he got that weird play where the Colts just didn't tackle him. Um, Crazy. That screen it was like, it's a screen in the wide open. They didn't try to uh, uh, tackle him. Um, I don't know if you you follow this guy on Twitter. I figured out to say his last name. It's very Italian. Um, but he does breakdowns. I'll send them to you separately. Uh, but he breaks down like movies sometimes, but also Mike Parmenglengil. Uh, but yep. I think he broke down the, uh, the 33-point comeback. Let's just steal the audio. Yes. pick six. Things aren't going well. You try to force the issue. Maybe you forgot to create a presentation at work, so you tell a yo mama joke to your boss. Or maybe you just make your punter throw a 15-yard curl route. It gets broken up like Zach and Kelly when that shithead Jeff showed up to the max. But at halftime, Kirk Cousins gets the team together and makes everyone touch his lucky J.C. Penny loyalty card. And the current comeback is planted. Touchdown. 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 And holy shit, look at this route by Justin Jefferson giving people rice-a-roni angles. Kirk then goes with a Pac-Man play fake. And like a divorced dad buying a Boflex machine off Craigslist, the Vikings are back in the game. Down eight with two and a half minutes left. Cousins hits Dalvin Cook, who looks like he's going to pick up a nice little chunk. But it quickly becomes clear that this chunk has morphed into a truffle shuffle. Bouncing around and leaving your brain unclear of what you're actually looking at. But all the same going, keep going, keep going. This is awesome. A-plus effort. They hit on the two-point conversion and hold on to your butts because it is time for OT. With a minute left, the Vikings make a move and Cousins breaks out the Frank the Tank, which means if we don't hurry up, we are absolutely not going to have time for Bed Bath & Beyond. A pass to Justin Jefferson gets them where they need to be and this kick by Greg Joseph is right down the middle. And shout out to this person with the camera fucking bombing to the middle of the field. You can't teach speed, folks. What a comeback. Minnesota Vikings, NFC North champs. Uh, He does does that. He he did a, a great breakdown of that Kyler Murray two point conversion against the Raiders in week two or three. Uh, he's like, I had to mute. I had to mute just now from how hard I was laughing. Um, he does it for movies, like so. Uh, like I think he breaks down like a lot of Christmas stories. So, like just uh, Urkel. He broke down like when Urkel became good at basketball and he played with Larry <laughs> Johnson, Grandmama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's LJ. Yeah. He he nails the Twitter comedy stuff. Um, but yeah, like it that uh, just watching that play again, I'm like, what were the Colts doing? <laughs> like, is Kirk so, Cousins good? What's that? Is Kirk Cousins good? Yeah, he's somewhere between five and twelve. Like as far as best quarterbacks. Um, okay. Like, 
you know, he, he's not he's not the listen, Patrick Mahomes hop one, and I you know, I think we've seen that like Josh Allen isn't quite there. And then there's like nope. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, um, I don't even know if there's anybody else in that kind of tier. Um, and then there's like a couple other guys, but like they're I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if like if you said like hey the team is right the team is set up you could win a Super Bowl and it's like you'd have Justin Herbert play this year or Kirk Cousins I'd be like I don't know Kirk Cousins seems to make these wide receivers awesome wherever he plays uh, and like they're talented wide receivers that that's true too but it's just like it's not necessarily him that's wrong it's just like I don't know. Um, you know, I, I do – yeah, I think they make a run this year. I think as long as they don't get got week one, I think they're probably um playing the Eagles. It's them or the Eagles going to the Super Bowl for the MC because, like, I just think every other team is just so tragically flawed. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, then Brad got the A.J. Brown stuff and, and Patrick Mahomes, for some reason, had a competitive game against the Texans, so he had to throw it. 41 times and get TDs and two point conversions and all that nonsense. Um, that game was awesome. The only thing that was missing was Damian Pierce. And then, yeah, Frank's team. I bet, I, you know, the one thing I really wish Sleeper would do is like break down the weeks better. Cause like, I think Frank had like 110 or 120 or something, like the high teens, maybe like 118 or something. So his team only scored like 70 points this week. And like, that sucks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even, like Pollard wasn't bad. Eckler's not bad. Amon Rod St. Brown wasn't bad. Lockett wasn't bad. But, you know, it's just Marquise Brown let him down and Brandon Ayuk. I'm choosing to start the Panthers. Um, I mean, the Frank, I mean, my boy basically had he had less points than me like he he hasn't he hasn't been doing that either it's just shit caught up to both of us weird yeah and just i want to point out the panthers really quick because this has been like a thing that i I always point to and like there is a balance like in most fantasy football leagues because they don't mess with the scoring the way i have the way i changed it before the, the football starts like there's no reward for actually good defenses. You're just rewarding uh-huh. teams for playing bad offenses. So, like, you have to still pick defenses that can do stuff. And, like, the Panthers' defense is just a bad defense. And, like, even if you're playing Mitch Trubisky or whoever started – or did, did Mason Rudolph play? I, I don't even know. Uh, what no, it was Mitch. But, I mean, the Panthers' defense is not terrible. They sacked Mitch Trubisky once. Once, yes. That's like not yeah, good. They, they gave up 24 they, points to Mitch Trubisky. They played good against they, 10 against Seattle. Denver, they scored 13. Baltimore, they scored 11. The Falcons, they scored 16. Cincinnati, obviously, going to be terrible. Um, even against, you know, Tampa Bay when they won, they only got to Brady once, but they allowed one to six points. Yeah, they, I mean, they, like, they, they, there's tons need- of double digit games. But I understand what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. I, but like watching them because I like they they played a lot of my like I, I've watched a lot of Carolina Panthers and like their cornerbacks are really good. It's their linebackers that aren't that good and their pass rush 
No, the, it's their pass rush. But their linebackers are actually decent against the run. Their pass rush just is really bad. But they have some good corners. But there's also the part where it's like, if you're a bad team, the quarterback's not going to have to throw that much on the other team. So you're you're even limiting the opportunities for sacks. And the Panthers mm-hmm. are a bad team. I um, I don't know. Like, I don't know mix. where all still these guys are going to go. <laughs> Which like, is crazy. I don't know. I would say almost all of the situations, other than if the Chargers fire their coach, which I think would be a mistake, um, are bad situations. Mm. Maybe Kyler, but I also I think it would be crazy if they fire Cliff Kingsbury just because they gave him like a three or four year extension. Um, I know the Kyler the GM, and him don't seem to like each other. Well, Kyler doesn't seem to like him. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's happening with that organization. I feel like I said, I've said it, I've talked about that organization. They're a toxic place. I think when you put people in toxic places, they act not the best all the time. So I don't put it on Kyler. Um and I think I really think there was like I I said about it a couple times is like last year when there was that rumor that there was this big argument between Steve Kime, the owner, Michael Bidwell, and, and uh, Cliff Kingsbury, I can guarantee, like, I have a pretty, pretty strong suspicion that it was the owners, like, why are we losing? Why aren't we winning? And then, like, they're kind of trying to not say something, and it's like, is it Kyler? And then they kind of go, well, like, no, we like Kyler. We believe he's the future. It's like, does he need to do more? And then it becomes that, and then, like, I'm sure – Kyler's agent might have heard that and like now like Kyler doesn't know who to trust in that organization like mm-hmm. who 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 is putting out there that like he's spending too much time playing video games like crazy like I don't know um so like I I think I don't know if maybe with the Steve Kime health stuff that like they'll just say like let's do a full reboot but I I even doubt that would happen like I would just think they want to keep looking very but but yeah, I think there's a lot of bad or teams. Like I'm like, you like Sean Payton's only job that it would make sense that he would take would be the Chargers, because um, the Broncos that's going to be a mess. Um, right, absolutely. These Panthers are going to be a mess. Um, they the got Texans, some picks though, man. Maybe I I think the Texans can't. I mean, they're going to have the number one pick. They're going to have to fire the <laughs> they'll have to fire another black head coach. Um, and bring in somebody to coach whoever the yeah. number one QB is going to be. I'm fine with it because Lovey Smith got to go, man. The, the way he's using all these other backs and not giving it to Damian Pierce, not letting him play on third down. I'm just like, yo, dog, you'd rather Rex Burkhead get out there? Like, Jesus. And Damian Pierce and Bryce Young, uh, I can't wait till my boy Bryce Young is in the league, but I don't want him to play in the Texans. David Shaw? He mm. he, uh, he left the Stanford team. Mm. Right? No, you don't like David Shaw. Mm. Bryce yeah. is the guy. Bryce is the one. Well, Dave, David Shaw would be the coach, right? What's his, yeah, yeah. Am I getting yeah. his name wrong? Is it Shaw? Isn't it Shaw? No, you're thinking of Matt Shaw. I'm talking about David Shaw, the black head coach from Stanford who left the Stanford this year. Is the, the Texans going to? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Stanford was terrible this year, though. Yeah, that's why he left, I guess. 
but like you're not recruiting like it's it's you know it's actually it's more like what Notre Dame pretends like they're doing. It's like Notre Dame isn't like <laughs> Notre Dame isn't like oh we have to have straight A shooters. It's like no, you have to just go to class and like we're not going to get professors to lie for you. Like they'll they'll give you C's, but like yeah, I guess Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury did have Patrick Mahomes and fumble him right Texas Tech. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury isn't a great head coach. Um, yeah, so what? I, I I don't know. I want somebody coaching Bryce Young. I, I don't want him to go to the Texans, but he's probably going to go to the Texans. Yeah, I mean, if he's the number one pick. I mean, I, I never know this stuff, and I, you know, I'm not interested in, like, trying to guess. Like, I, I know everybody always says, like, if Matt Leonard came out a year earlier, he would have been the number one pick. It's like, no, that's not how this works. Like, the reasons why Matt Leiner fell to 11 would have been the same reasons he fell whatever picked a year earlier because he would actually have been smaller because the reasons he wasn't picked was because he's not elite size and he wasn't elite speed and he wasn't mm-hmm. elite arm. And, like, that's how they do this stuff. God, um, statue. It's only, it's only, like, the Browns that take, like, these undersized quarterbacks at one. Like, and Kyler. Kyler, but he was an elite athlete. He was elite speed. Mm-hmm. Not, like... Well, we'll take Johnny Menzel. It's like that guy can't play football. If he, uh, it, he's smaller than Drew Brees. You can't put somebody out smaller than Drew Brees, especially if he has like a dependency issue. Uh, when Liner, Liner, and Bark, I'm a USC guy, so I'm really looking forward to their quarterback in the league as well. Happy he won the Heisman, but when when Barkley and and uh, Matt Leiner didn't work out, and even Ken Dorsey in Miami didn't work out. I was like, oh my god, I know nothing about football back in the day. Huh. Well, Ken Dorsey was also my my point where it's like I didn't understand like, oh, he's getting drafted in the sixth round, <clears throat> and it was like, oh, the, the, that was the moment where I was like, okay, college and <laughs> pro football are different sports, and like, and then when- you actually start understanding that like most college teams have like, there's such a difference in talent in college where it's like that's what's happening with Jessica Fields right now right like he can't make a decision to throw to somebody because the guys right now are NFL open and that that doesn't that's not what Ohio State looked like he sucks oh my god but it also to with Ken Dorsey it's like when your running backs are was it was it Nick Willis McGahee Clinton Portis and uh he played for the Browns it was the third back was it am I am I wrong but anyway, at my at Miami, it's kind of easy to look really good. Yeah, I'll look that up. All right. Well, we I, I think just to keep moving stuff along, we did we kind of went over your matchup with Mike. Um, let me just look at it real sad. quick. See if there's anybody who's sad, stuck sad out. Clown. Anybody who's stuck out on Mike's team? Like, I mean, you you got screwed with DeAndre Hopkins with Kyler going down. Um, and bad like, man, Damian Pierce. Like the Damian Pierce injury. Like that's why. Like you have to hoard running backs at the end and like, you know, Jeff Wilson got hurt too. I had running backs. Yeah. But I mean, you have to have four or five guys. Like, cause that's uh, like, I had, I had, I had four starting quality running backs when I traded for Montgomery. I'm like, I just, I want him to secure my lower half bracket. And he's, he might be the MVP in the, my lower half bracket when it comes all but, uh, comes and done. Um, I, I mean, Mike survived know, without Lamar Jackson. Like um, Mostert didn't have Mostert had a few, few games. Like he blew up the, the just the last game, but I mean, he would have done nothing from. Like I'm just looking at your backs. Like 
P Ryan is on the bench now, even though he had like a nice little run. Um, who do you have? Uh, Montgomery. He was good. Jason Taylor was has been terrible all year. Kenneth Walker. Jonathan is, Taylor is averaging plenty points per game. He's averaging. He just hasn't played. It's not been terrible. But all that's year. A, but but that's a that's a thing. He, right, but that's the whole played. point of like why you need four or five starters. And you can't just go like, uh, you know, Jeff Wilson with a timeshare and go like, hopefully he stays healthy, even though he's never stayed healthy in this career. But he's had a he's had a great season, and again, again, Amen, he's been healthy enough. He's been healthy enough. Not in his career. Just this Mostert year. is a dude who's always gotten hurt, and he hasn't gotten hurt this year. It's just it's just the draw, man. The it's just the luck. One game. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is averaging 12 points a game. Like, that's not great, but it's not terrible. And, like, those are a couple small games. I'm not – we don't – this is not confrontational, Ray. I'm just saying – Oh, like, no, no, that's, no, no, no. That's – like, you, so you don't have to assess, like – I'm just saying, like, when you're going into the playoffs, and this is what helped Henry win it last year, is, like, you just have to have – the running backs are the things that are just going to die in December. Like – those are the guys who aren't going to play. Like Nick Chubb didn't practice today. Who knows if he plays? Like they might need to start shutting him down because the Browns are out of it. Like the RBs are the situations that will like determine. Like if they decide to shut down James Conner because he gets like a small injury this week, like that would kill Mike. Um, right. That's why like, it's just, you just have to have, you have to have three starting running backs going in the playoffs and you have to have, two or three guys who are very good or handcuffs or something like that. So, uh, okay. Yeah. We went over it. Mike, Mike didn't have anybody go crazy other than Justin. I mean, Justin Fields didn't even go crazy. Like he just had solid everywhere more or less. Um, in the 49ers defense, it's, it's just good. Not, I mean, again, if you break it down, he scored 121 points each week. That's our, our league median. What we said that's that's a good notch, right? Is like one thirty, right? One thirty five ish. Sure. But that's yeah. what we, we 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 said that earlier this year, um, and I think you and Brad might have said it when y'all were like you know crunching numbers, um, nerding out. Um, and Mike didn't do that. Like either we, granted, I didn't either, but no one crushed like. That's basically Fields' projection, right? Like, right. And also, but, it's kind it's kind of insane too that he had quarterback stuff go down. He had Camara on bye, and like I had my full team. And first week's matchups weren't even that crazy, and they just didn't deliver. It's just it's just a very weird, very weird matchup. Well, no, but this is a, this is a good learning point because I do talk about this in the offseason where it's like now like this happens every year. Everybody's like, why is why is the fantasy playoffs low scoring? It's like there's weather like you know part of the reason why josh allen isn't putting up 38 points is because like it's it's 14 degrees and it's snowing in buffalo and the same thing for jamar chase and it's like he's having a great game but it's 15 points but like in burrow and all this stuff like so you have to have the expectation that like the the median league average in the sixth week of the season in october where most of the season where most of the cities are above 50 degrees is is just not going to be what you come to the playoffs. That's why like, I don't like cold. Like if I can avoid it, if I have a 50, 50 chance of drafting 
a warm weather player or a cold weather player, I will always try to go warm weather because I just think there's just better opportunity for fantasy points at the end of the year. Jeff Wilson played in L.A. Tua played in L.A. Josh Jacobs played in L.A. Uh, Christian Kirk played in Tennessee, was not uh, raining or bad weather. DeAndre Hopkins played at Arizona at home. Uh, Jalen Waddle played in L.A. I, I, that first week was just a fluke. It was just a fluke. Like, I understand, I feel you, and you're totally right. But I'm just like, it's it's weird. I had the, the, the worst weeks. Like, I had the two worst, worst weeks pretty much of – the second week was one of the worst weeks in, within the past, like, obviously, like, two months. I know months, this sounds but... like a joke, but Los Angeles was cold for that game because, remember, there was all the reports, like, first it, it came 50 out. 50 degrees. It was it L.A. cold. Out, first it came out that the Dolphins requested heaters for the sidelines, which wasn't necessarily an accurate report. It was the Chargers requested heaters for their sidelines, and because they, if the rule is if one team requests it, the other team also gets it. So, but like NFL te- NFL players had heaters on the sidelines. So like you can say that like that like like I, I don't know. I don't want to get stuck. We should move on. But I'm just I'm just saying like lower points at this time of year makes sense, and you should assess. You, this should be part of your strategy next year. Like it, it'll just be what it is. All right. So let's preview your matchup real quick because I, I, you know, I'm gonna pick you. Um, not just because the projections have you favored by almost 50 points, but um, Don't pick I, me. Just, I think you had a bad run. Um, I mean, Frank doesn't have, Frank still currently has Tyler Lockett in there, but. Um, Last time you picked me to win something, I lost. So let's have you never pick me again. I'm actually comfortable I with that now. Last week. No, 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 no. You, you picked, when, when we were last in the pod, you said, you think I, I, I think I'm going to get him. That's what you said. Is that what I said? Okay. You're the reason I lost. Don't ever pick me ever again. (laughs) Don't Um, ever want me to do anything in life. Like, just make sure there's, make sure you have all the worst thoughts about me or like the, the, because then I'm going to just do great. Cause you said I was going to lose pretty much every week on the pot. (laughs) And I, and I want to, so just whenever we do pods, Eamon, just break, you're going to get smashed. Just always do that. I can't believe that I'm looking at a team that has a chance to win third place and their starting quarterbacks is Taylor Heineke and Sam Darnold with backups of Baker Mayfield. Told you Frank is amazing. He's an amazing fantasy player. (laughs) I mean, if that doesn't show you like the Tony Pollard thing, like the Tony Pollard and just Austin Eckler is going to be awesome. And I don't know. You said it was a terrible pick. You said it was a terrible keep. I didn't say it was a terrible pick. I said I don't know. You do. You do. We can. We can. We I can don't. I don't say it. people's picks are terrible. We can, always, I'm paraphrasing, but you pretty much said it was a terrible pick. I said I wouldn't have done it. Man, you, you said it in like that aiming way, where it's just like, man, that's that's terrible. You mean you know respectfully you saying like, oh, I disagree with you, so I like let's just leave it at that. <laughs> like, not calling somebody like names. I just said like, oh, I disagree with that choice. Cool. It's, it's who said like, it was? What, a, who said it was a good choice? Though? Me. We have to go back. We have to review. I'm winning. I'm winning. I'm winning the war, Amen. I'm winning the war on the takes too, man. Killing you in the takes. Takes the part. Killing you. Who who did you pick to go to the Super Bowl? Me, Dolphins. And 
uh, I think the Chiefs. That can't oh no be no, the Chiefs. They can't, it can't be possible. <laughs> I picked them to go to the to play. I might have picked. I don't know. The it wasn't the Cowboys. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I picked, but I, one of them was the Dolphins. Wishful. Yeah, the Dolphins who are like what one and four. What what is their current run right now? They were seven and one, right? So one and five. They, they damn near beat Buffalo in a blizzard. Seven and two. Were they seven? What 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 is their current run? I want to know what their current run is. Let's preview Brad and Mike. How about that? Okay. Why do you set it up as I I go count their their current run? No, no, no. We're not we're not talking about the Dolphins now. Um. So. Mike and Brad are championship. Um, uh, just gonna say this for uh, league purposes. I cannot, and just so everyone's clear, I cannot root in good faith for someone who beat me. Uh, so I'm all in on Brad's team, all in, all money in on Brad's team. Um, Dalvin Cook gets a great Giants matchup. This Nick Chubb thing is. It's dicey, man. This Nick Chubb thing is dicey. And um, Antonio Brown not having – Antonio Brown not having um, – A.J. Brown, excuse me. A.J. Brown not having his quarterback is going to be terrible for him. Mike Evans actually turned out and played a decent game. Um, so I think they get over, get by on uh, against Arizona. Um, I just – his, his – his bench just looks a little bit shaky, and those big, those two big question marks are gonna are gonna kill him. And we don't know what Derek Carr we're gonna get. So again, it doesn't look good for Brad, but I'm still gonna be rooting for him hard because, again, I can't root for uh, someone who beat me. Well, I, I I root for the good people in our league, so I'm rooting for Mike. Um, and I I think here's the thing, right? At the end of the players' res- Can you respectfully say that you're just going to root for Mike? No. I know. I mean, I could, yeah, I respectfully root for Mike. But I All right, there you go. The other thing that That's I way better. But yeah, but, you know, Mike did it honorably. Um, so, as I was saying. Brad's think, team actually isn't that good. But, okay. Right. Go ahead. Let's not, let's, not get up, let's not get up track. You can rob a bank and drop money as you leave the bank and, like, yeah, whatever. Um. As I was saying, usually when these players get towards the end, like these magnificent studs, there's still a game. And I think one of these weeks, one of these weeks, whether it's Cleveland or Philly, and like maybe next week, like Philly has everything locked up and they don't play Jalen Hurts. One of these games, Kamara is going to go nuts. I mean, it really, I, I you know, I, I think that's, on the table, I think Lamar Jackson can come back and dominate the Falcons to get in playoff form next week um, if he's healthy. And like this week, like little little Trace McSorley, who I have will have to start possibly. God, that sucks. Um, like this might be that game where the Buccaneers actually put up a lot of points because McSorley turns the ball over three times, and Mike has Rashad White. And they're not going to – and, like, if they go up 20 points, they're not going to pull Rashad White off because he's the rookie. So he's going to get those, like, red zone touches. And I, I just – I think there's a lot of guys who can have some games. Um, and Dixie hasn't had a big game in a while, so, like, he's going to be hungry. Uh, Another guy I don't like. 
cry, baby. Stefan Diggs. Get me the ball. Get me the ball. Shut the hell up. Um, okay. I love Jamar. I love Jamar Chase though. Like I can't, I, there's not, he, too much swag. Like just love Jamar Chase. Yeah. I mean, he, he might have us, I, I think this week would, might be bad because it's the Patriots and they, they're always, their goal is to do, uh, uh, stop the stud. Um, such haters, man. But next week, next week, Bills versus Cincinnati. Um, that will be a game Mike will hopefully be able to just sit back and relax because, you know, I'm not I'm, – I'm interested to see how this weekend goes uh, with the football and the holidays and, like um, – We're going to have to bet that but Bills-Cincinnati uh, game. Yeah, you know I'm betting Cincinnati. Is it in Cincinnati? Don't care. Don't care if it's in Blizzard. Don't care if it is. As long as it's Josh Allen's playing on the other side, I'm betting it's him. It's it's in Cincinnati. Oh, it's over. Um, if you don't have if you don't have people pelting you with ice balls, I'm pretty sure you can win the game. If you don't have the refs cheating for you, uh, not calling pass interference, you can win the game. So yeah, so we always me and my wife always go to her family's her parents' place for Christmas because uh, her siblings are live all around the country, and it's like the one time they all get together. So it's like you know my vacation becomes going there and uh you know there isn't a lot of grandchildren around um so it's still just people in their 30s and 40s and spending like six hours unwrapping gifts but they're from wisconsin so the packers game at one o'clock against the dolphins i hope they'll Mm. wrap up the the gifts a little bit quicker like oh she's just Finish wrap, unwrapping everything and just watch this football game, right, guys? You, you cheese heads, you package opening cheese heads. Um, but I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna interject real quick. Went to a wedding in Wisconsin with Mel. Wisconsin, underrated. Yeah, everybody loves Madison. Was it in Madison? Had a ton of fun, like a ton of fun. Also, too, always got to get some. It's a big time drinking, like super drinking kind of little, little broy, but whatever. Um, tall boys, tall boys in a bar for like two bucks. Was it in Madison? Or... I think I think we I think we were there. We were by the Intercontinental. Uh, Was it Milwaukee I, or I, Madison? I have, I'm guessing. Oh, it was Milwaukee. It was it was in Milwaukee. It was Milwaukee. We were right by we were right by the Bucks uh, where the Bucks play. It was it was it was amazing. Yeah, I don't. We didn't spend too much time. We went there for something a couple years. And then we ago. drove right. Chicago's right up the right up the way too, which is which was dope. We went right yeah. to Chicago. Chicago's, Chicago's a cool, cool city. Um, Meh. Overrated. How about that? Do you, don't you remember your reaction where you yelled at me because I pointed out that Allen Robinson doesn't care about winning because he chose to go to Chicago over Green Bay? I mean, I you're would, like Chicago is the would, greatest city. No, oh no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Wait, I said no. I said Milwaukee. I said Milwaukee is good. I said yeah, I would. I, I did not say Green Bay is good because that place looks like it sucks. I would much rather play uh, for Chicago than Green Bay. I said it's an overrated city. I didn't say it was terrible. 
All right, let's try to stick this landing here. All right, All right. Uh, it's a little discombobulated. We had the two weeks off. Um, we're not going to talk about it right now, but we got to figure out if we're going to do it next week because traveling and holidays, whatever. So if, if there isn't one next week, it's probably just because it was too complicated for me and Ray. We'll, we'll do one after the championship. Um, but otherwise, be happy, be healthy, tell people you love them, spend time, laugh, uh, you know, make it clear that they're important to you while you can. Um, cause you never know. Um, and just live in the moment and enjoy all this stuff. Cause, uh, there is a part like where, where Poppy is going to be a big girl at some point and, and the excitement is going to be different because then the next big excitement thing will be grandkids with little, little Poppy. Um, Aww. So, uh, Merry, Merry I'm not, Holidays. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. Merry Holidays. Be safe. Happy Holidays, y'all. When we are born, we are swaddled and snuggled, whispered too fussed over, tickled and cuddled. And when we grow up, things get muddled. And here it is Christmas time. All I want